Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. Whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Shop now at DSW.com or a DSW store near you. everyone and welcome back to here for the right reasons us weekly's bachelor podcast i'm sarah heron it's paradise season and viviana is back to talk all things season seven premiere hi viviana thanks for coming back hey sarah thanks for having me um i'm trying to do my best to energize my voice when i'm on podcast <laughs> it's always so awkward to say hi like, and I'm everyone. trying to do my best to slow down because apparently I talk too fast. So we can, we're working okay. through it, you guys. We can help each other. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. So I want to get into paradise. And as someone who's been to paradise, I just have to ask you a few questions to start off, including, do you really not know who's going to be on the beach? I think it's different for this season in particular, because we had last year off mm. because of the pandemic. So we saw a lot of people, a lot of the ladies from Peter season. We saw a lot of the guys from Claire and Tasha season kind of doing their thing and meeting one another outside of that bubble, mm. which I think is an advantage. For sure. I really do. Um, aside from like Katie's guys who really didn't get to know anyone prior, um, for the most part, to answer your question, yes and no. So like the girls probably talk to one another. You kind of hear rumors of like, okay, this person's going to be there. This person's going to be here. Um, but everyone is still a surprise. And when you get there, do you know if you're going to be like day one? When you walk on that beach, do you know how long people no. have been there? No. So that's where the surprise kind of comes from. You get an idea, like producers will tell you, like if you're there the first week, because obviously this is like, there's, you have a quarantine process and all of that. So if you're there the first week, there is a chance that you're walking out on day one, but you could be walking out on day two or three, or even that following week. So it's basically up to like, whatever's happening on the beach and mm. you have an idea, but no, typically you think you're going in on day one. And I've heard stories where people literally are locked in their hotel rooms for like three weeks and never go in. And then by the, I feel like, I mean, the longer it goes, it, there's, I guess, a few exceptions, but it really is like kind of no point. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Connor, he was on the last season of paradise that I was on. He came in super late, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I, I, 
I could, don't quote me on this, but it was something along the lines where like he was literally chilling in his, in his hotel room for weeks because, or quote unquote weeks, because, you know, if yeah. you're familiar with the filming, you kind of know that a week isn't really a week. It's more like three or four days that completes the week. Uh, but he was in there for days. And I think it has to do with like the dynamic of what's going on. Does it make any sense to bring anyone in? Like what's going to stir up the most drama? So um, yes and no to, you know, like do you get something. paid for the days you're waiting. I believe so. Ooh, yes. So I do. wouldn't mind that. <laughs> you imagine avoiding the drama at all costs and yeah. then still getting paid. And then if, you know, some people might be desperate by the end and just so excited to see a new face that you could still have a chance of finding someone and you just got to get paid to sit around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Connor left, Connor left with Whitney, if I'm not mistaken, they had a relationship at that time. So you can still get pretty lucky. It just sucks because it's so far into the game, you know, in some ways, I guess in hindsight, you kind of avoid some drama or you might just be coming in to start. I don't even know. Yeah. This year, the guests were seemingly very surprised by David Spade's situation, which makes sense because I don't think it was announced publicly till they were there. But when you're waiting on that step to go down, you don't think they were like, oh, it's David Spade? They were just like, go ahead. It's not Chris Harrison. Uh, I I kind of got the feeling that maybe some people knew and some people didn't because yeah. you saw how like Abigail was caught off as surprise. I think for the first person, they really wanted to be a surprise. What did you think of him as a host? I liked him. So did I. I think that Wells is more than capable of doing it himself, quite honestly, because the, the Paradise is, I mean, the show's never really about the host, but even more so Paradise has so much going on. And I think it's good that Wells was very much involved. But I thought David Spade was funny. So I'm cool with it. I don't know if I'm going to need Lance Bass or Titus to be like manning the ship, but I think the dynamic between David Spade and Wells was funny. Yeah, I agree. At the beginning, I was like, oh, this is might be a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. Not the dated space part, but I think it was like little John. Yeah. Who is the he's one of them coming up. The voice of introducing people. And I was like, who is this? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this might be a little bit of an adjustment period as you get used to. But I love, I love that super dry, sarcastic sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I love that they have Wells involved. Cause a part of me was like, when are they finally going to give Wells the hosting position for Paradise? Because he's such, he's just, I feel like Wells is like a staple person and so iconic. But then I thought he's so valuable as a bartender. Yeah. If you pay attention, like how he had to fill in David on what was going on on the beach and all the makeout sessions. Like, I don't know if I kind of feel like Wells is so much better as a bartender because he's more involved in that sense. But like David Spade, all he really did, I guess maybe you would take away from Wells having time with the contestants if he was doing mm-hmm. like the intros or like the side interview stuff. I guess that's interesting. I don't know how yeah. much time that takes for them, but. Oh, it's like a whole day thing. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're cramming that into what, like 30, 40 minutes of the episode. Everybody's saying hi. And if you can tell towards the end, there's some intros that you don't even see. Like I, there was yeah. a moment I was like, when did she get here? Yeah. Like, when did she arrive? So that takes, that literally takes the whole day. And I feel like this class, and I'm just going to call them the class, like this class of paradise. <laughs> um, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Or maybe it's just been so long since, you know, since we've been seeing the season, but it's, it's a lot of people. Um, I can't remember what, you know, when orders of when you ever showed up on the beach or anything like that, but like, so there's a lot of time for like, if say Joe and Abigail were the first ones there, they were just like chilling with the two of them for a long time. Yeah, most likely. It just depends. There's like, you have, people have to remember that this is like a massive production. 
So you're waiting in the car, you're in line, everybody, nobody sees anyone. Like it's very top secret. You can't see anyone until you get onto that beach. So for Abigail, for instance, she was probably waiting in a car like an hour before she met David Spade. And then she was most likely, I mean, hopefully this wasn't the case, but I've heard stories where like, you're literally waiting for like 40 minutes or so before the second person comes down on the beach. Just like getting in your head, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that they do it on purpose. I just think probably just like the flow of things and getting things adjusted and Mm. all of that jazz. Well, this season seven premiere, this class, as you call them, who's, Mm. because there was a lot of intros, a lot of reminding the audience, which I think was necessary. Cause like we said, it's been a minute all the people from like Claire and Tasha season, Peter's girls. I totally forgot about yeah. a lot of them. No shade, just there's a lot of people in the mm-hmm. show. Who stood out to you in those like initial intro, either packages or talking to David Spade in general? Um, So many. So I think Abigail, obviously she was the first one. She 100% stood out. And then Demi, I know that she came later on, mm-hmm. but something about Demi, I know that it's like a love or hate relationship with her for many. She's so witty and Mm -hmm. on the spot. And I I just love seeing her on camera because she can just spit things out like second nature. And I really loved her meeting David Spade because she's just like, oh, Joe Dirt. Like (laughs) she's she's like witty with it. Um, I also thought, I mean, I'm team Joe. Mm. 100%. So I love seeing him. And Tammy was funny because she was like, oh, that's Dave Chappelle. I'm like, yeah. Gosh, this is gonna root. This is literally going to follow her around for the rest of her life. That one time she confused David Spade for Dave Chappelle. Yeah, no, that was funny. And Tammy, I thought it was interesting because she was the one who said, well, she also was thought it was John Paul Jones at one point. And then she said that she had her eye on Aaron, who was on Katie's season, which they haven't really watched Katie's season. But then Katie went on Instagram and said that she told Tommy about Aaron beforehand. So I think that's why she, because they're oh, friends. So she okay. like had her eye on him. Because most of them, the Katie's guys would be a disadvantage, right. I would assume, right? That's, yeah, it is a massive disadvantage. I mean, there's been seasons where, let's say like the fourth runner up, literally leaves the bachelorette and if he agrees to do paradise you're on paradise so like you don't even get to see yourself on tv you don't get to see what's happening so for some of these guys it's like you're literally coming off of one season to the next um yeah i forget that katie's super close to some of these people so that makes total sense we had you know goddess victoria who's blonde now um i thought the blonde hair looked great I, she's a little much for me. I don't, I don't totally need her back on my television. Um, but I thought she looked great. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I think she's funny. Like the whole, like the five second smile thing. I lost it laughing and she, I don't think I didn't watch a lot of Matt season just because I was very disconnected at that time. And, but you couldn't miss it. Like on Instagram, it's literally everywhere, everything that was going on with the girls. So it was hard not to follow. She's funny to me. She gives me Corinne Olympios vibes, Mm -hmm. you know, but a little bit on the bitchier side because Corinne was just trying to be funny all the time. Yeah. And she's just someone that's good to, she's good TV, you know, like you need someone that's just going to be out there saying outlandish stuff because it's like, does this person actually think this? Like, I wonder, does she actually like think Think like this? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Because her thing, she was accused of being like a mean girl on Matt's season. So then she came in strong with the love and light this time. So it seems like a little bit of an act. I wonder how her and Demi are going to get along. 
Oh, I, I thought that too. I was like, I can't, I wish, honestly, this is one of those things where like, I'm going to watch the first episode and it's not, I'm not going to get obsessed. And then, you know, I finished watching the episode and I was like, I wish this was like a Netflix binge where I can yes. just watch the next one because I just need to know what's going to happen. She comes in pretty, that's one relationship where I'm like, I'm curious to see how the girls are going to get along yeah. with Demi. Who is, why am I drawing a blank on the name? And I apologize to the listeners um katie season came in with the cat suit why am connor i I'm, I'm connor b when like he him? i think he's so sweet and actually i'm like he's not wasting any time at all i would have to say and this is lit- like literally i think that this is going to be the most dramatic bachelor in paradise season Really? Because we're already seeing so many people hot and heavy for one another almost immediately. Like, I don't know if it was a pandemic. I don't know if it was having the year off. I don't know if it's because these people have experienced a different bachelor and bachelorette season where it's like they've literally stayed put in one place and that's it. You know, like, I don't know what it is, but these people are just like on it. They're on a mission. They're, (laughs) they want relationships and they're wasting no time whatsoever. And it seems from the promo and that next season like the next episodes that are to come we're seeing a lot of love triangle Mm, drama which is the best yeah like typically there's like one one couple that deals with a back and forth like we're seeing more than one yeah kind of thing so i'm i'm pretty excited about the season and i can't believe that i'm actually saying that out loud but i am <laughs> it gets I'm you back totally, in even though you've i'm been sucked there. back in i experienced ptsd watching this but honestly it's just too good to turn off it's like it one of those things where i'm like i'm i'm back in the mix um was kenny really naked because i don't is that can you can you isn't that like sexual harassment if you just show up with your situation out <laughs> yeah i actually wrote that in my notes too it's the first thing that i wrote Is he actually naked? Because he stayed blurred the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I think it's one of these scenarios, like, for instance, my butt was always blurred. Yeah. What the heck is that? Not always, but like it every once in a while, you know, or like um, Annalise's in one of my, in I think season, the first season of The Bachelor we did together because we did both. Her butt was always blurred. And I just think it's one of those things where like it becomes a running joke of like, let's just blur him for the rest of the day. There's no way with all the mosquitoes, with all the sweat that you're actually naked the whole time. Maybe he's wearing a thong. I think he has to be wearing a thong. I think so too, because- the other girls also, like, when they were joking with him, like, putting on their little, like, mm-hmm. cover-up and stuff, like, no one's just walking up to a strictly naked, and his body's great, I get, like, I, the whole thing was a little much for me, but, like, it, I, there's just no way. I don't think he was actually naked. I, I love the balance of older men early on. Mm. We don't really see that as often. You know, like, you have, I mean, Joe doesn't really fall under the, that much older but he's 35 and then Kenny's 40. And like, I hope to see more of like guys in their thirties, like well in their thirties this season. We're seeing though, a little bit of awkwardness already with, which was a criticism that I, or not even criticism, mm-hmm. but theory. I remember when Claire and Tasha season was airing because they cast older men for Claire, but then with Matt James, they went so young again, which is where you get your Serena P who's 23. And a lot of those girls are like 23, 24. And while I think, you know, there's something to be said for age is just a number. Yeah. It's not like a huge deal, but it is a little weird. And there was a little awkwardness. I feel like there was a lot of age talk, which it's not necessarily bad, but it was, it was interesting. You know, 
my thought throughout all of this was like, what if it was the role, the roles were reversed. Mm -hmm. So it's like an older woman with a younger guy. So like, which is, it's normal. Like I'm 33 years old. I know that Natasha's 33. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Becca on the beach. I think I got a glimpse of Tia. Yes. She was crying. Okay. Thank you. I was like, somebody needs Confirmed. to 100% tell me if this is her or not. Cause I yes. haven't talked to her in a really long time. Um, so, you know, these are, Tia's just turned 30, but like, you know, a little bit older, does it make sense to be dating someone that's like seven years younger or 12 or 15? Like we're, I've always felt like age is just a number, but I think that the, the, there's a bigger difference when it's like an older girl dating a younger guy personality wise versus for instance, like Joe with Serena, I was like, wow, she's actually really, she comes off very chill and very mature for her age. Let's talk right? about Joe because oh, I, love him so much. I know last time I talked to you, you no, were like, I love that man. So I much. should have, should have gone mm-hmm. for it with Joe. Um, he's back and a lot of Kendall talk. I assume he was obviously asked questions about her mm-hmm. had to catch the audience up. Um, from my understanding, they at least publicly broke up in January of 2020 then the pandemic happened. So I doubt they either of them had like major relationships after that. So they probably are each other's most recent, like love serious situation. And I would assume there is maybe like a PTSD factor of being on that beach and thinking about that. And he couldn't hide it, but I found it quite endearing. (laughs) I agree. Honestly, Joe to me comes off as, you know, when you know him off camera, he, he has like this very genuine, like, confident feeling Mm. so to see him kind of be frazzled wasn't something that as his friend I was expecting at all or whatsoever like I thought he was gonna go back there and be excited and it caught me off guard I'm like oh my gosh this is actually getting to him Mm. and you know I sent him a text message and I was like you're everybody's just falling in love with you all over again (laughs) and he's like it was hard like once he stepped on that beach it was like oh shit what did I get myself into but you know, I, it's nice to see someone it's not, I'm not saying that this is good that he experienced that, but it kind of, it can show people like the, like the magnitude of how much one can actually experience on paradise, like Mm. how you can actually really fall in love, how this is really, it's like, you're literally going back to your first date. The first time you fell in love, like that one spot where everything happened with that last relationship. And then you're just trying to like go all go through it all over again. I've never wanted to actually hug someone so much. Like I just wanted to like dive into the screen and just hug him and tell him it's going to be okay. Yeah. And there was a minute there where he was like, I'm going to go home. I'm like, you can't go home. I mean, obviously I know he didn't go home, Yeah. you know, but I was like, he can't go home. He can't go home. Even when he was like, I packed wrong. Like, I think maybe he was second guessing the whole thing, which I can understand. Oh, he was insecure. It was, it's a risk to go wearing. back on the show. I think it was just the young girls. Like, I thought mm. he looked fine. Like, no, a t-shirt yeah. and shorts. Like, I'm like, these, this is that Gen Z-ish generation giving a hard time that you're not wearing a Hawaiian button down shirt. It was kind of funny that all of those guys were wearing like the same. I mean, with the exception of Kenny, who had no clothes on, the younger guys were very much like, in their Hawaiian stuff. And then you had Joe and his, they called him Jim Joe. And I guess he made a, they said he was wearing like sandal socks with his sandals because like, but he was like, the floor gets slippery. Like he was like, I'm a vet. I know what I'm doing. So maybe he actually did pack right. He did. He did. It's very simple. Like you're not wearing, I think it was Derek Peth that tweeted that he literally went to Walmart and just bought $5 button down Hawaiian shirts or something like that for his season of the, of paradise. And he was like, 
he was perfectly dressed the whole time. Um, Joe knows what he's doing. I was, I just thought it, it was super endearing. I agree to see him just go through those feelings and then make a comeback really quickly. Yeah. And like, they kind of like, whoa, you didn't waste any time here. They tried to set it up like Serena P was kind of almost like the bachelorette of paradise. And they had like, mm-hmm. Ivan may be interested and Brendan, but then it was clear to me that kind of all fell off and those two almost matched up with other people. And then Joe kind of caught her eye. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I didn't see her talking to Ivan much right. at all. And um, I think he just said like when they first got down there that he was like looking for her. I think she was just like the go-to answer that they all had. Yeah. Maybe. Who do you feel got your attention the most? Like what couple? Well, see, for me, Joe and Serena, it didn't really, I think it was cute. And like, she was kind of giving it to him, which is like nice. But the fact that she's 23 and he, his last relationship ended because Kendall didn't want to move to Chicago and he didn't want to live in LA. Like she's young and not making any sacrifices. So I think it's cute, but I don't think they would work in the real world personally. Um, But I think- Even with Toronto and Chicago not being that, I feel like that's closer. Okay. Together, you know, like they're both really cold cities. Okay. Like, you know what the winter is like it. I feel like Chicago and Toronto are more aligned than Chicago and LA. Okay. That's fair. I just feel like sense? he's maybe looking, maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I don't know these people in real life, but it felt like, and they definitely got past it and they didn't seem to care, but it just felt like to me, one of those relationships where they'd make it go all summer. And then by the end, they'd be like, okay, wait, we're not yeah. ready to like make sacrifices for each other, but we're, so we're not going to get engaged. Maybe we'll see what happens post show. Right. But that was what, what I took mm-hmm. from it. Um, I was all in on uh, Trey and Tajwan. I am obsessed with her. <laughs> she is genius television. She made out with his uncle. Like, what the What are the chances? I don't know. Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. From finding excuses to hug all your friends, to checking that big hike off your bucket list, to embracing the return of wedding season, life is calling. And whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. We'll provide the shoes and you'll make them awesome. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, must-have boots, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Birkenstock, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Head to DSW.com or Adidas. DSW store near you to find your new favorite shoes. Let's talk about Abigail for a minute because she was, I love that she picked Noah to go on a date. I love that he went in and he's like, this is who I want to talk to. This is who I feel like I have the most, like he totally did his homework. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a little surprised that she was so quick to be like friend zone, friend zone, friend zone, everyone. Yeah. And you know, when she kind of said like, would you not be okay with moving slowly? And I'm sure that some, he probably got some heat from somebody saying like, oh, you should be okay with everybody moving slow or something like that. But paradise, I think that he was thinking about the dynamic of paradise because it moves so quickly. Like it's what Joe said. It's like, it feels, it just goes by so fast before you know it. And there's so many surprises. And I'm sure that we're going to see a lot of people coming in that we don't expect to see. So I think in that dynamic where it's like, that's going to be really hard. And it's how he said, he's like, we're going to be spending so much time together, like to kind of push, hold yourself back emotionally and not move, Yeah, you know, at a faster pace. That's, that's a real challenge in paradise. It's an extremely difficult challenge. Yeah. It felt a little cringe to me mm-hmm. when they were like talking about, um, 
like the friend zone thing, but I do think that, yeah, his point of like, how's that going to work was much more like on this show than in real life. And I mean, mm-hmm. Abigail seems great and she's, it's totally like her prerogative to like have concerns, but it is also the bachelor shows and this is her second one and she knows how it works. Right. So for her to come on so strong like that, but then by the end, it seemed to be a non-issue when they were making out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how she kind of, how her journey progresses and if her and Noah end up working out, I'm, ex- you know, I'm, that was just one of the relationships where I'm like, mm, I wonder how she's going to do on paradise or yeah. if she's going to be one of the ones that surprisingly just can't really handle the heat because it's too, it's literally so fast. I definitely think there, it was interesting too, because he told David Spade, like he had his eyes on her. So people, when it's like that, I assume there's been some sort of, whether it's very minor DMs or whatever, when they're so sure when they come in with the name on their mind, I almost feel like they've had to communicate, even if it was like Mm -hmm. just a hello. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just always the instinct I get. Yes and no. Again, I go back to the fact that last year we had a big year with a big break and so people were probably more inclined to hit up one another and hang out so Mm. probably and also I think it's a little bit weird for you to make you know like for instance do you remember in Katie's season how Blake mentioned that he like said a congrats to her on DMs and right oh they were talking and it's like no actually we weren't you know Mm. those kind of like slid slide into your DMs I don't think it's bad but if you're having actual conversations with someone and then you're waiting to go on the beach Mm. to have a relationship that's where it's like you waited all the way till we made it onto the beach to ask me out like yeah true you know what I mean true then yeah that's I guess it's like you'd have to be a mutual understanding like we both want to go on paradise but like right either anything can happen like you could be the last one on the beach if they find out and then they're oh it's just so good (laughs) so we have so many makeout sessions right I mean everybody made out I definitely didn't expect Trey and Tajwan to make out I know (laughs) It's like, this is hilarious. I really thought he might have had, like, maybe this guy will have a little bit of reservations considering she dated the uncle, but I'm, I love that he's just like, screw this. I like you. I'm going for it. I want to know um, more details about the uncle. She said they matched on a dating app and they're all clearly from the same city, but like, did she go with him once? Did they like talk through the uncle? Like, did she, they see each other out? Like, I just need to know everything about the uncle and I didn't get my answers, but I also think they're kind of cute. So I'm like, let's just ignore the uncle and let's mm-hmm. ship these two. It's just too funny. And every time, for some reason, she was the one character that I always paid attention to the lines on the bottom when they weren't like, you know, the name yeah, already profusely sweating yeah, or like dated Trey's uncle. uncle. (laughs) He's great TV. I love her. She's hilarious. I really hope that she has a good season. Also, I love second season comebacks and them having a really good time. Um, Ivan and Jessenia, how do I say your name? Jessenia. Jessenia. That was interesting. So, but we didn't see a lot of it. No, but they made out. They made out. Um, Let's go down the list. So we have Abigail and Noah. Everybody thought that they were the first kiss in paradise. Not the case. (laughs) Maddie and Kenny, which I think she really, I feel like that's a relationship that's going to make it all the way to the end. We'll see. Lots of drama there though. Yeah, but they have like a big kid. Like when they were, I saw a clip where he was like talking to Natasha, but then he like turned around and was making eye contact with her again at the beat, like at the bar. Like there's like a spark between those two. Yeah. Um, Joe and Serena. Joe and Serena, which I thank God because I was getting so worried. I was like, please go talk to this man. And then uh, Ivan and Jasenia. And then who else? Marissa and Connor B. 
Marissa and Connor be the and right. They had the whole conversation like, oh, I didn't want to kiss anyone on night one. And then they kissed and they were like, oh, we were the first kiss. So like everyone was just making out. <laughs> yeah. I Are you excited about this season? Yeah, I am. I thought it was a solid premiere. I mean, there was, again, mm-hmm. a lot of introductions. I said this morning to one of my friends, I was like, nothing happened, but also everything happened. Right. Like, I, you know, first days are so complex where there's so much going on. It's almost like night one rose ceremony. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of because I feel like there's so much commotion. But then as the plot thickens and like the, day, the days go by and, you know, we see I'm at, like, I'm really looking forward to what happens. I'm trying my best not to text everybody in Patronation that I know to find out what actually happened on the beach. I'm like, I need to. Does that happen to you when you finish watching the episode and you're like, I need to talk to someone immediately, um, like right now, who can give me the, the dirt? Like, yes, I, I try to get the dirt sometimes. And then I'm like, no, I know this. And then I have to pretend I don't know it because I'm not allowed to tell anyone yeah. what I know. It happened um, to me this morning when I was like, can I call Mike Johnson? I feel like Mike Johnson would know a lot. But you, you know. No, I did not call him. I'm like, I I need to speak to someone. And I was like, whatever, I'll talk to Sarah later. It's fine. I can have my my moment. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think predictions for when Kendall shows up? I feel that they ended in such a respectful way. And you can tell the way that he speaks about how the relationship came to end. And, you know, even like when they split, I don't know. I kind of get the vibe that they both really cared about one another. And it definitely seems like they would communicate before going on to paradise okay. to kind of give each other the heads up. For instance, like pre-pandemic, Joe was here first in Miami for some reason, and I ended up linking up with him and we were catching up. And this was right after his breakup. And then we had the conversation, like, what's going to happen? Are you guys, are you going to go to paradise? And he was like, well, I don't know. And he's like, but you know, whether she goes or I go, like, we're both going to end up on the beach because, yeah. you know, it's like, the couple from paradise that split up and where else are you going to know what's happened if you're not, if you don't get them back on TV kind of thing. So yeah. I kind of get the feeling that he knew, even if they didn't talk, that he had an idea like, okay, she might be coming. Even if you don't hear it from her, like if I'm mm-hmm. Joe, I would always be thinking in the back of my mind, will the producers bring Kendall here? Like that's kind of my hook of mm-hmm. maybe why I'm here. Not that that's like, a, you know what I mean? But also in the promo, they're like, what are you doing here? And she's like, but what are you doing here? But then maybe it's just like, you don't want it to be real. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be, either it's not going to be dramatic at all and they're tricking us and they're actually just going to be like, nice to see you, buddy. Or it's going to mm-hmm. blow up. It's going to be one or the other. Two extremes, I think. Well, I saw a clip of him telling Kendall that he's into Serena. Yeah. Right? I think so. so yeah. I kind of get the feeling that that's not... I'm also staying away from Twitter because everybody kind of sometimes, you know, dishes out information that I don't want to know yet. Yeah, fair. So until, which is not also the good thing because you also get information that you sometimes want, but I'm staying away from Twitter just because like, I just don't want to know. Fair. (laughs) I don't want to know. I want to watch. I don't want to know. I also just cannot wait for Becca Kufrin to get there. I think this is our first- What do you think about that? We see her with Tom. I cannot believe that she's with Thomas. It's shocking to me. I and I feel Tom, like she's, but it's actually Thomas. I think she also, yeah. I think she also like, I feel like it's her voice you hear saying like, I love you or come here. Like, I think they might be like a, one of the, dis, like just based on the promos, I literally know nothing based on the promos. It looks like they might be one of the couples that are there at the end, which would shock me. So we didn't see Thomas at the men's tall all, which right. 
I kind of get a, I, I was expecting that considering how he left the season prior. And so I wonder like if they probably just convinced them like, okay, this is your opportunity to come back to really show yourself because paradise does grant you, it's a different environment Redemption. and people get to know you in different levels, a hundred percent. So I think that it's cool to see him back. I know that he was kind of like a villain the last mm-hmm. year, but look at Crystal from my season. Like she came back and people were like, wait, I actually freaking love this girl. Yeah. Um, totally. So Nick I just Bile think that got a bachelor got, gig out of it. Huh? <laughs> Nick Vile oh. got a bachelor gig out of it. No comment. <laughs> um, like, I wonder how that ended up happening if that was like a whole little setup. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. But mm-hmm. it's interesting because Becca is technically, because he doesn't really count since he was on Paradise before. Becca's our first post-show lead, was in a long-term relationship from the show, who's coming back onto the beach. I think that's like huge. And I hope other leads follow suit because do you so messy. Do you agree? Well, yeah, you just said that you want to see other leads doing the same thing. Like imagine if Peter showed up on the beach with the girls. I wouldn't be surprised season. if Peter showed up on the beach. I wouldn't. But with girls from his own season, like that's a whole dynamic. And then plus like, oh, like Kelly's friends with them. Like, really good. It, when there's the leads just have so many layers because mm-hmm. they date so many people within the show and then it, it's a continuation. So while all the contestants are great, the leads at the end of the day, whether you like them or not, just have like their roots are all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they don't usually go. Right. And Becca's removed. I don't think there'll be guys from her season there, mm-hmm. but it's still like- Well, Joe was oh, from her Joe. season. And she sent mm-hmm. him home night one. How? I don't How? know. How I mean, it worked out home? for him, but- It really did. He's, he's the exception. He's the exception. Nobody goes home night one and people actually remember him to that extent. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be good. I I am excited. I, once I found out that Becca was there, I was like, yeah, I feel like Tia would have gone because there was a time where she was like MIA on Instagram. Mm. So I wondered, I was like, is she there? Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see Becca. I think that hopefully she, I actually, when I was looking at the guys and I was like, Becca goes there, like who does she actually hit it off with? And then now that we're seeing the promos for next week, I'm like, oh, I see that. I feel like operator Thomas, she's going to be like a hot commodity though, just in general. Cause again, like they're more well-known, like they're all, everyone's like gorgeous and whatever, but I just feel like there's something to be said for I don't know, but then Kelsey made it into like top four and she didn't talk to anyone last night. So I guess it's mm-hmm. all just a crapshoot on Paradise. But, yeah, oh, it's, such it's a, a free for all. It really is. Are there any other predictions or comments from the premiere? I mean, like I said, there was just a lot, a lot, but nothing at the same time. Yeah, it just seems like a, a lot is going on. I guess maybe once we're into week three and we kind of see what relationships are still holding strong from day one, then I'd be able to give you like engagement predictions, mm. you know, cause for my season, Astrid and Kevin were attached at the hip immediately from rose ceremony one. Wow, and then yeah. they made it all the way to the end. Unfortunately, you know, they had the whole breakup, but like now they're pregnant, they're having a baby, they're engaged, they're, you know, the whole jazz, she's a citizen of, you know, Canada, Canada like yeah. she's all in. <laughs> um, once we're into week three, I'd be able to give you more predictions of like, this is what I think will happen. But I think that this season, I'm like, it's too soon to tell, but it just kind of seems like a wreck. (laughs) It looks, it does. There's so much drama. I'm like, I don't think that there was this much, this much drama amongst at different couples. Mm. So for instance, my first season of the, of Bachelor in Paradise, 
T and Colton drama absorbed everything. And if you can recall, the prior season was all Dean Christina oh, yes. drama. Do you remember that whole of thing? Course. So like, I feel like there's always like one relationship that like sucks you in. Yes. This then- season seems like it's going to be a few couples dealing with like confusion and yeah. back and forth and love triangles and all of that. You're right. Cause even like two years ago or the most recent one with like the Blake drama, I feel like that started pretty early with like Hannah G, but like it was immediately like, Oh, we hung out before mm-hmm. the show, this, this, and this. And this was much more like, Oh, we have everyone coupling up on night one, but there's still so many people to come, which is going to mm-hmm. mess everything up or make everything better. Depends. I'm curious to see what, who they bring that we don't remember. Right, or that hasn't like caught everyone's mm-hmm. attention because they have like a lot of airtime in the promo because there's definitely still surprises in there. They're not going right. to tell us everything. Wonder if there's like a hot older man that's walking in and nobody even knows who he is or like someone like, you know, like from seasons ago, because, you know, for instance, how you were saying Serena's like 23 years old. There are some cases where like these girls were on Nick season and they were super young. And so coming back onto Bachelor in Paradise doesn't feel so like, whoa, what am I doing? You know, you're still kind of in your twenties. My case, it's like, I'm retired. Like I'm close to (laughs) Kenny's age. First of all, did you hear what he told Natasha? You're like, oh, you're 33. You're not that. He said something along like, you're 33. You're not that far from 40. And I'm just, if I was Natasha, I'd be like, "Uh, I don't want to hear that. Excuse (laughs) me. Yeah, no. I know he was like trying to make it a long way. Yeah, he oh, was wait. trying to make it just so the connection mm-hmm. was open. But yeah, I would be like, I think my my friend I was watching with was like, if I'm 33, I don't want to hear that I'm close to 40 from a guy I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely freaking not. That no. is not, that's not a way to, oh, that's such a bad one. I was like, how does she, I get what she was doing, but I'm like, that totally went over her. She was one also who didn't, I feel like maybe have, maybe we didn't see it, but we saw her talking to Kenny, but that was it. And I think he's definitely taken with Miri. So I wonder what's going to happen with Natasha. But there was somebody interested in her. Oh, was, was it was it Brandon? Oh, yeah, what did he do? He was like just like had his pretty eyes walking around. I don't really remember him I with mean, anyone though. He, I would say that he's the one that has the most attention as far as like girls going into interviews and talking about how hot he was in the beginning. Yeah, he got the most attention. Um, but I feel that he said that he was he thought Natasha was cool. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's a Can lot you- of potential to happening here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for Natasha. Of course. I love her. I think she's amazing. I want to see more of her. I really hope she gets into a relationship. And then of course, Joe rooting for him to a hundred percent. So those are my top people. And are but, you rooting you know, for Joe and Serena? Or are you just rooting for Joe or both? I feel like talk to me week three. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm rooting for oh, Joe, Joe and Serena. I kind of get the vibe that Joe's like a one woman man. Like he doesn't need a date around kind of guy. You, I don't you get that feeling from him that he's just like, yeah. This we saw that with Kendall because Kendall had other guys interested in her, but he was very much like kind of waiting for Kendall. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but he's kind of like the hot. He's getting whether it's just he's getting a lot of attention. Like I joked this morning that it was like he was like Lauren Conrad and this was his show. Like he was doing the narrations a little bit. (laughs) Um, Maybe it's just a first episode thing and he'll fade back maybe. But I don't think so. I think this is like Joe in Paradise. Like I think that's what we're gonna be watching. I'm here for it. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of Joe stuff. We know that Kendall's coming up. You know, he's friends with I Wells like, too, so they'll probably have a lot of time at the bar, whether they air that or not. I know they're see good friends. him saying "I love you," yeah, which I think it's to Serena P. I mm. really do, I really do. I can't so, wait. Yeah. 
Well, Viviana, thank you so much. It's always so fun to talk to you. I'm sure you'll be back, whether it's Paradise again or maybe Michelle's season. Keep me posted. We can talk about Paradise forever, but I feel like we covered it. Yeah, thank you so, so, so much for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation.